0: Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. I'm your host Corey Miller, and today is July 5th, 2016, and it is shaping up to be a very bright, sunny day here south of Fremont, Nebraska. We have a heat advisory, though, so it's going to be incredibly hot, apparently. Right now, it's only something about 76 degrees or so Fahrenheit, but I think it's supposed to get almost to 100, so right around 97 or so. It'll probably feel much hotter than that because, of course, in our area of the world, it's really humid, very, very humid. So it's not a dry heat. It's a very wet heat, and it can make it feel just... Oh, miserable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> July and August are not the times that I would recommend visiting um, Nebraska, or at least the area that I'm in right now, just not too far from Omaha. You know, it's better maybe springish and then fall, because it can get just hot and miserable this time of year. But that's not going to stop me from getting outside and cutting down a few trees. I know that sounds crazy, right? But I just, I was introduced to something called, called a saw's all. This is an incredible tool if you don't have it. And so we have a a lot of voluntary trees, and I am out and about taking those down with this new tool that I was not given. I'm just using it. It belongs to my husband. He was holding out on me, quite frankly. I didn't even know he had this particular tool. And now that I do, it's my new favorite tool to use. So I will be outside in the heat doing that today, but it will be an excellent workout, and I'm looking forward to it. It's always great because it gives me time to think about what I'm working on. And right now, I'm working on On Your 6. I had a little uh, stop for a while because I was applying to graduate school, but that's all finished, and I've got accepted to a couple different programs. So I'm ready to go there. I can get back to On Your 6, which, of course, is a private investigator series, a crime thriller, that sort of thing. And so today, we're talking about writing a crime thriller that captivates. And my guest is A. W. Rock, and he's written a book called uh, Soho Honey, and actually it's the first in his series that he's going to be uh, sharing with us. Let's see if I can get him connected. It looks like we're having a little bit of a challenge here um, with Blog Talk Radio and getting him connected, but we'll just give it a couple minutes and see if it, it brings him in. He's actually calling in from a a totally different place he's not in the states Uh, so if there are any connection issues please bear with us if there's any sound issues please bear with us because occasionally that can happen when i have people calling in from other parts of the country i'm going to ask aw though to if he can hear hopefully he can hear me to go ahead and back out and call back in if you can because i cannot get you into the show at the moment so if you could just call right back in that would be awesome and I apologize for that inconvenience, but what we are going to talk about, as I said, is the, the whole how do you write a crime thriller that captivates and it's not as though I have all the answers, which is why I tend to bring on other people who either do that they're writing in that genre or they actually are an expert they teach other people how to do it uh, so that's uh, what I try to do here and as you know, I write mystery thrillers, and the the on your sixth one it's really it's a fun one. I have the whole plot and everything in my head and it's basically about and this woman uh, Desiree Jackson my central character private investigator is still trying to determine you know exactly who killed her sister and then how to deal with that person but at the same time you know she's got to make a living and so she gets hired to help a woman who has created a prototype for some really new technology but it gets stolen and so Des is hired to help find out who, d- who took the plans, um, and all that. And, of course, it gets all crazy and, and convoluted. Let's see if he can come on to the program now. Oh, here we are. AW, hey, are you there?
1: Yes, I am, Corey. Are you getting, Are you hearing thank me? Thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you for calling Great. back in. I'm not sure what the problem was. Sometimes there's little glitches like that. So welcome to
1: Back Porch Rider. Tell, thank um,
0: Everybody, Tell everybody a little bit about you and what you've been up to.
1: Well, I I I grew up in London, and uh, in my mid-teens, I used to spend a lot of time around Soho, in its bars and clubs, and just sort of hanging out there. And um, you know, I'd go in the evening and I'd go to a, a jazz club called 100 Oxford Street, and uh, then later in when the show finished there, I'd move down into Soho and go to Ronnie Scott's and various other clubs, and it 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 kind of I spent a lot of time. There and uh, it was those early influences uh, combined with I, I worked in the film industry, in, which is based in Soho in London. So I was socialized and working in Soho, and, uh, and that inspired me to tell this story, which is in part drawn from real events and, um, and part uh, uh, story, you know, using uh, the characters of, people that I've, I've met, eccentric, uh, people in Soho who've, who've uh, uh, kind of, there's a unique sort of uh, bar population that sort of rotates around Soho. And I'd uh, meet these individuals, and each one has contributed, sometimes in a small way, to help me to bring this story to life.
0: So what is uh, the
1: story about? Well, it's 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 a contemporary crime story that takes place over three weeks in November, and it inf- unfolds against that multicultural background of Soho. It's a it's Brannan's story, and he, he had to leave the UK to escape from his uh, a complicated history after his involvement in a crime, a, a real crime actually that achieved worldwide notoriety. And then, when his daughter is brutally murdered in so he has to return to find the killer, and he has to find a way of solving her murder without his past catching up with him.
0: Okay, so I know from reading that this is the first book in a series, and you just mentioned that is it Brannon is the the character for this yes. one? For the other, for yes. the next book, is that not the central character?
1: well i leave a cliffhanger at the end of book 1 uh, which which if i was to tell you too much about book 2 would spoil that cliffhanger so um i i i uh it, it how can i tell you <laughs> without spoiling it i guess it's just it, it the story there is a sequel book 2 uh and i have the skeleton of the story uh, already worked out and uh i'm i need to put some flesh and muscle on it uh i've got a I've, i i i I. it it follows on basically from book one
0: so what do you think it takes to write a crime thril- thriller that really grabs a reader
1: um i i can I, I write from the perspective of 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 uh entertaining myself i think you know if i can at the end of the day, look back at something I've written, I find it excites me or interests me, then I feel I've done a good day's work, and I hope that the reader uh, is equally stimulated by, by the ideas. I'm, I'm a great believer in story, and I think uh, strong story produces rich characters. And so I, uh, I think a lot of writers prefer to work out their characters first, uh, and then let the pot, plot develop later, that I work differently. I, I have to have a story, and I, uh, and I want it to, uh, uh, not necessarily fully worked out, but, but my characters are forced to face many challenges that they encounter in the story. So the story is there, and the characters are introduced, and they become richer characters by the conflict that they have to deal with in within the book, the, within the story. hmm hmm
0: so you did something interesting. I was looking at your website. I really like your website, by the way, the way that Thank that's you. organized. There's a couple interesting things that you have over there. One of them, yeah. the, because I know you're a photographer and you've got the, some pictures there, and if you click on the picture, then a little you know, two sentences, three right. sentences comes up to tell you a little bit about it. And I thought that was a really great yeah. idea. Um, how did you come up with the idea of doing it that way?
1: well uh, as you say i've got a photographic and film background i made uh, i made a lot of tv commercials and pop promos and things so i uh, and, and uh i'm very visually st- i mean when i write the book i see it in pictures as i'm writing and so it was oh, wow. a natural progression to go into soho obviously and shoot shoot the pictures that, uh, and and try and capture the mood and atmosphere of soho in those pictures and likewise with the uh, short film, the we made trailer like film trailers, but for the book, and there uh, we've made one is on the website at the moment, which is one and a half minutes long, and and that shot and as as opposed to stills, it's it's a uh, film, and we shot that with just at a, a dusk and capturing the atmosphere of Soho and the lights and the and Chinatown also is quite. Strongly mentioned in the book It's a strong, a big part of the story, and uh, we shot in Chinatown, which is a very photogenic area. Uh, and that we, you know, it was. I enjoyed that almost as much as writing the book. It was, it's just great fun. It was something we we really enjoyed doing, and, and was, also helped us, because we could put that on the website and then hopefully capture people's imagination.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because the effect for me looking through, because I looked through, there were four um, short film, like book trailer things that I saw on your site, and I went through each one, and the fourth one I liked the most, and I think part of it was because the music, there was something about the music in the beginning that brought me in more, and so I really enjoyed that. But the whole effect, the whole effect of that and how you've got your site organized was intriguing, and it made me think, "Oh, I should take a look at this person's book <laughs> because I haven't had a chance." <laughs> well, to that, that. Thought, oh, that, that, that Corey, well, is the
1: objective of the of the website. And I'm very pleased to hear that that it that it did give you create an emotion in you that would stimulate you to to read the book, you know.
0: And it did, and I also felt like it was a it's a brilliant way to bring a, a potential reader like myself into this whole story, because now I, I'm really interested in, I, I mean, I would go back to your website again and again just to see that, that stuff and how you've got it organized and if you've added anything new, you know, almost like I was yep. unraveling little secrets or something on the site. I mean, it was just, it was an interesting experience to go through your website.
1: Great. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's good news. We're, we're um, shooting at the moment. Uh, another little short film. I guess it's going to be about five minutes long, about the publishing of the book. But I'm doing it in an ironic style. You know, it'll be uh, light-hearted touch and and just point, showing the difficulties and, and heartaches you have in the process of getting the book from written to published. And uh-huh. um, the, the, so that that I'm I'm we early days of that. We've shot probably half of it. We've got another half uh-huh. to do and then to edit. But uh, going back to what you were saying about the music on the little short films that are on the website at the moment, um, we, we, we uh, compose that independently with a musician we know and, and using individual instruments. And If you notice, on each of those four short films, one instrument is predominant. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the longer, the one-and-a-half-minute film trailer, uh, which is the fifth film is the full music track that we composed for uh, for for the film, so we 've put everything together ourselves you know we've've we 've we've shot it we 've edited it we 've dubbed it uh, and 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 uh, all the time just trying to just capture that atmosphere that I hope the book captures because Soho is a very interesting little area you know it 's a village within a city and it has its own Life, it, 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 you know, when London is buzzing around the edges, it's a kind of square mile in the center of London. And when London's <laughs> buzzing around the edges at 8 o'clock, uh, 8.30, 9 in the morning, Soho hasn't woken up properly. You go and, and you go across into uh, Old Compton Street, which is the main street down the middle, and slowly after 9 o'clock it comes alive. But then at the end of the day, Soho goes on while London's <laughs> closing down. Uh, and it 's a fascinating mm-hmm. area, and I really wanted to to capture that uh, claustrophobic kind of parochial quality of the area for for the book it, My main character, Brannon, is kind of trapped in soho he although there 's no physical barrier stopping him, everything is that that 's crucial to his uh, investigation is is in that area. I mean, I think uh, looking back, um, uh, people like Raymond Chandler did it with Los Angeles. He gave you that strong mm-hmm. feeling of, of, of bars and, and clubs in Los Angeles, and I've tried to do a similar thing with SOho. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Well, from reading your reviews, I, I was over on Amazon checking that out, and you have a handful of reviews, um, all of them mm-hmm. favorable. I think the lowest yeah, not stars past. was three stars mm-hmm. and still, fl- still favorable. Um, and th- I think the common theme was that people enjoyed it. it's gritty. That was one of the things that I think was said. It's fast-paced. Yeah. Though the one one reviewer said it it wasn't as fast-paced throughout, which was funny because <laughs> I had read so many that said yeah. that it was. Um, yeah, it's oh, yeah gritty. It's
1: a, I've had a lot of it's people big say big it's very fast. I think it's fast for some people and, and – I, you know, I just, everybody is a is slightly different and reads a book in a different yeah. way and puts their own imagination into it. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Uh, I think another common thing that came up was that uh, you're, it seemed like you were giving exactly what you're saying, which is a lot of detail about a particular area in London and mm-hmm. one that I know I'm not familiar with. So I would appreciate being able to read all of that detail would be kind of cool since I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, haven't been there. Um, So I I can see Mm -hmm. that, but that seemed to come through as well for your reviews. Um, Speaking of,
1: how are you going about getting reviews?
0: What are you doing
1: there? Well, through through my publisher, um, we've had, uh, I think it's a dozen or more blog sites, bloggers, crime blog sites, uh, who've reviewed the book. Um, we've had I've had individual readers uh, who've read the book and then gone on to the website and, uh, and gone on to Goodreads, uh, which is the Amazon site, to, to make comments. So we've been very fortunate uh, in that we've had a lot of, uh, as you say, a lot of positive reviews. And, um, I mean, the book is gritty. There are, there are scenes in the book that still, when I read them myself, they make my hair stand, and I think, God, did I really write that? It's, it's been written by <laughs> I'm written by a doppelganger, not not by me. It's, it's, uh, you know, but um, that that's that's the way. Once you get buried in the book writing, I'm talking about, now, when you get buried in the writing, you know, you just it just seems to take on a, a, an energy of its own, and it's uh, you know, I just love it. It's, it's fascinating. So I can't wait to get on with book two.
0: I and mean, I think you touched on something that is pretty crucial here, and it's that if it grabs you, then it's going to grab the reader. Um, and well, I and so, that, so I think that's an important point. Um, and I, yeah. I feel the same way. If I can't be entertained by what I'm doing, then uh, other people are probably going to be bored.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I think it's a great mistake to write to order. I, I may be treading on uh, difficult ground here for some, but, I think you've got, you've got to write for yourself and, and entertain yourself. And, it, and hopefully that, is, that energy is passed on to the reader. You know, you're not going to find everybody who's, who's, who's empathetic or sympathetic to what you're writing. But if you write it truthfully and honestly and then really put your heart and soul into it, I think that that reflects through the, the reader get, picks, gets that message. Mm-hmm.
0: absolutely so aw where can people find your book
1: well it, the, the easiest place to buy it is on amazon um we we're 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 getting some bookshops slowly the wholesalers are getting out to bookshops because it's only been published uh two months in fact it's two months today uh may the 5th was the publication <laughs> date so and and it's getting i mean i believe sales are very strong um, and, uh, but Amazon, you can go on SohoHoney.com on Amazon, and there the book is. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And when can readers expect the second book in the series? Because if they read the first and they Ooh. love it, they're going to want the second one really fast. <laughs> uh, no,
1: this, is, this is a good question, Cory. a difficult question. Um, <laughs> I, the, this, this first book took me two years to write, but it took me another two years to edit. And I'm a, you know, I think edit, editing is crucial. I mean, it's it's as important as the writing because, you know, I mean, it was Ernest Hemingway, I think, who said that all first drafts are shit. And he was right. You know, you really do have to go. You really have to look at your work critically. And that's where if uh, if you're fortunate enough to have, because you lose objectivity, you can't, Help it uh, when you're writing. You get so involved in what you've written. I mean, I edit every every morning. The following morning, I write that day. The following morning, the first exercise of the day is to edit what I wrote the day before. And uh, you mm-hmm. get very fond of things you've written. And it's it's uh, it's very difficult. And you need. Uh, I'm very lucky that I've got a a friend who and she is a very critical editor. And she will sit down. And look, I'll do, you know, two or three chapters, then to sit down with her and talk, talk it through and she'll, the book originally was uh, 550 pages when I finished it. It's now 350 Mm -hmm. pages, which shows, you Mm -hmm. know, it's 40% of it has been cut just to keep Mm -hmm. it tight and keep it moving and keep it page turning. Mm -hmm. And that is invaluable to have someone to help you to retain your objectivity.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when is the second book? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought I'd avoided that question, Cory.
0: <laughs> oh dear, um
1: I no. um, I don't know, Cory. I'd be I would be surprised if I'm capable of getting it to the standard I want it to in under 18 months. So, okay. uh okay. but I may be being slightly optimistic there as well. But it will come, <laughs> and it, and it, but it, it has to be at such a standard that I'm happy with before I let it go.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, A.W., I want to thank you so much for being with me here. I'm Back Porch Writer. It was a pleasure talking with you and learning about your book.
1: Thank you, Cory. It was uh, great to talk to you, too. Very, right. You have a great enjoyable. day. And you. All the best, Cory.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. So go check out A.W. Rock's book. And, of course, if you enjoy the book, leave him a review. All of us, you know, we can use some review love. I'm not saying don't be honest or anything. I'm just saying leave a review. You know, let other people know why you liked that particular writer's book and did it actually captivate you. I thought he brought up some really good points. And my favorite one, of course, is, you know, Write it if it entertains you, then it's probably going to entertain other people. And so think about it from that perspective. And as you're writing, if it's if it's not drawing some sort of emotion from you, then something might not be right, and you might want to take another stab at that particular path of your writing or something. But in any case, enjoy what you're writing. I think that's the number one idea behind how do you write a crime thriller that's going to captivate someone um, and intrigue them, bring them in. I love the idea of creating. So much uh, imagery in the, in the setting. And so now I have to go and check out the book because I like to read crime thrillers. And I'm very interested in this particular book now. So I hope you are too. So go check it out. It's over on Amazon. And as I said, if you like what you're reading, leave them a review. So coming up, I know the schedule is booked through the rest of July and I believe there might still be one or two openings in August. And then, of course, September is available, so you can start to schedule. If you know you have a book coming out, and it's coming out in December, now is the time to start getting the word out and scheduling to be on a show like mine or getting blogs you know, ready and having people write about your stuff. Now it's time to do that. So keep that in mind. My schedule over on Calendly is open for the whole year, so you can just go in and start scheduling so it works for your marketing. Uh, I am going to get out of here. I've got tons of things to do outside, as I mentioned. i got to get back to that Sawzall. That is an amazing tool right there. I'm loving it. So you all have a great day, and I will see you, hear you, talk with you next week. Until next time, pull up a chair, sit this bell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackworksWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a bell, and write.